0: Want to create a breakthrough gene therapy? Pioneer aerospace excellence? Start a global hospitality brand? Be next to do it in Montgomery County, Maryland. Visit bnext.thinkmoco.com to see how our top talent, diversity, and location will help you be the next company to change the world.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back. My name is Deborah Hatswell and you're listening to BBR Investigations. Today it is the 31st of July for you guys 2021 and I'm actually down on the chase as you listen to this but I pre-recorded it because there were so many people who couldn't make it out because they live too far away or in other countries. I didn't want you to miss out so I put together the reports that I would be reading in when I was down there anyway for you so you can have a listen. Um, I started at the top of the chase because there's a number of reports there. Now I haven't included anything from around the area outside of the chase, but I will mention them at the end. We start on the north and we come down the middle of the chase and we go out onto the west and we will pick up the pig man reports around Pygreen Tower. And then we go over to the east where the castle ring is. And that's the area where we're holding the meet. So on the 25th of the 3rd, 2019, I was contacted by a lady who's a member of a paranormal team. And they've been out on the chase for at least eight years. They've done a lot of groundwork, checking the energy in the area. And they've had lots of really decent EVPs. And on that night, they captured an image on the floor. Um, they, before this happened, they were walking on the path and they actually spotted what they described as a dark figure that ran across the path and dashed off into the trees. Before that happened, during the evening, a number of large knocking sounds were heard coming from the trees around the team in the Milford Common area. As I say, they didn't manage to capture a figure. It looked like a figure on the floor. Uh, but it's very grainy um, and it's hard to make out, but you can see what could be potentially a tall gray shape. Um, And the lady who contacted me stated, I went to the spot where I spotted it on the floor to make sure that there wasn't a tree or something there that I could have confused it with. I saw it moving away from me. She said, I also visited during the daytime with a friend to try and gauge a potential height of the figure which we put conservatively at about seven to eight feet tall. Now, I am unsure as to whether the first figure they saw run across the path and the second figure that they captured on Fleur were one in the same or two separate incidents. I do find it interesting that they've been checking the ley line energy down there and areas of high strangeness. Um, In spring of that year, 2019. I'm just checking the dates between them. So not very far between, around about March of 2019, we've got two gents who were in the Brockton area of the chase and they're out walking. And one of them saw something very dark in color, watching them from within the tree line. One man went into the trees, but he couldn't see the figure anymore. The man making the report stated, on our way back to camp, my friend stopped and he was looking off into the wood line and he said, "What the that? I turned to him and I saw his face and I quickly turned to where he was looking but I couldn't see anything. So I asked him, what did you see? And he said, I don't know, but it was big and it was moving down on all fours. I went straight into the woods to try and see what my friend was seeing. I couldn't see anything moving but I did find bones on the floor when my friend said he saw this thing sitting. Now, the bones looked like young deer bones due to the size of its skull, and there was also a couple of leg blo- bones, but they looked very fresh. I did ask him if he could have confused what he saw with maybe one of the cows or the horses that run free on the chase, and he said that, no, he was quite used to them, and he was used to seeing them and deer when he was out there. Whatever it was his friends saw, he couldn't recognise, so they couldn't put a name on it. But unfortunately, they weren't able to pick it up again on that day. Now, one of our very latest reports that came into BBR came in early spring of this year. So if you notice the pattern, the first two reports they gave you were in spring of 2019, Um, and then we've had the covid so we've nothing in 2020. And then in 2021, we suddenly pick up again um, with a report of what the gentleman, his words, not mine, a honey-coloured, wild, hairy man. And that happened on the 2nd of February at about 9.51am. He said, I'd just parked the car in a lay-by and I was in the process of putting my walking boots on while my attention was drawn to a small area of woodland about 300 metres away. I saw the head, upper body and the legs down to the knees of what appeared to be a large hairy man. He or she was in the process of watching a group of pheasants in an adjacent field where the farmer had dumped piles of stale silage and animal waste. Now, the hairy man turned to his right from his standing position He took three to four long strides with his arms swinging before entering a dense thicket of holly. He strode between two large ancient trees. The lower legs were hidden behind piles of silage and animal waste. He went on, The hairy man had a great bulk to the body, a negligible neck and a good-sized head, whose facial features were indistinct due to the distance. He or she had long, muscular arms, he said, and the hands were reaching almost to the knees. The hairy man stood, moved behind the fence, and from the fence post height, I could estimate that he was around about seven feet tall. Another report that happened in spring was from three teenagers, and this was also in the Brockton area. Now, they described seeing an oversized, upright wolf that was rummaging through a litter bin. And luckily, they saw it at a distance of about 20 metres. They said the creature didn't notice them and it soon moved on. Now, I have taken reports in other areas of the UK where the werewolf, dogman, canine creature, whatever name you want to give it, was seen around... Rubbish bins, or the large bins that you normally see bears raid in America. I'm not really sure what they call it, the huge dumpster bins. I've had a couple of reports where there has either been structure found quite close to these bins, or as I say, werewolves, dogmen, you know, bipedal creatures are actually sniffing around that area. In 1986 so we've come a little bit more south in the uh, the chase, a couple who were out driving in the area saw a creature they described as walking on two legs and it was almost hyena-like. Now, I actually chatted to the gentleman on the phone about this account. He said it was about 1.30am and it was just him and his girlfriend at the time and they were driving round. He said it was a really cold night in January. We were heading into the turn-off and we saw on the embankment what we both thought was some kind of hyena looking creature and it was walking up the grass verge. He said, at first, I thought it was probably just a large deer or a dog waiting by the side of the road and I slowed down to let it cross. But as we got nearer and nearer, this dog seemed to get bigger and bigger in size and it moved into the road in front of the car to the point where we just couldn't pass it. I had no idea what this thing could be. It was some kind of mutant deer, that's all I could think of. And it was standing there on two legs with huge canine looking features. And to our horror, it let out a roar that was so loud I could feel it in my chest. The hands on this thing were huge and it had long nails. I beat the horn in the hopes that that would scare it off but it either didn't hear us, as it didn't move. It never moved an inch. I tried to call it bluff and nudge it ever so slightly with the car, thinking it had run off at this point and I still thought it was a really large dog or something else I just couldn't identify. We were both in shock and I don't scare easily. In fact, I'd say I'm the person people come to when there's trouble, but I don't think even now I'm over the event and I do replay it in my mind over and over, trying to work it all out. I'm a big fella and this event really scared me, I'll be honest. He said as we were looking at it, wondering what to do next, this dog arose on two legs and it raised its arms in the air and slammed them down on the bonnet of the car. It started a series of growls and then it let out a massive snarl and pushed the car bonnet down hard. It was looking at us through the window whilst leaving dents on the car bonnet. I shouted out loud at this point, that's a bloody werewolf. And my partner said, it can't be. All the time it was pushing down on the bonnet of the car and it was looking at us with its yellow eyes. It looked sickly and ill. I honestly thought it would come in through the windscreen. I didn't know what to do. Its attention shifted as it suddenly looked over the roof of the car to something approaching from behind us. And I realized to my relief It was not. Hey,
0: sis, have you heard about Camp Horizons? No, what's that? It's an awesome overnight summer camp that's been around for over 40 years, and they have horseback riding, archery, swimming, arts and crafts, and a lot more. Oh, that sounds fun. Plus, they have a water slide, two ropes courses, and a farm with all sorts of cool animals. Oh, my. Join a diverse community of campers and staff from all over the world for kids ages 6 to 16. Register today at camphorizonsva.com. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right
1: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another creature, but another car was coming up the lane, approaching us, and this, this thing, this yellow-eyed creature, must have seen the car as it moved off. As soon as it saw those lights, it dropped to our fours, and it was off back into the tree line. I think... When the bonnet was lowered, the creature had a clear view of the car lights behind me and that's what made it take off into the trees. On the 21st of November 2019 again, a man was out with his partner when he saw what he described as a black liquid sphere that crossed in front of him as he walked. Now the man is a regular to the chase and he's seen some very strange light anomalies there. And he stated, I'd been out to the chase previously and noticed some strange tree snaps and arches that had caught my attention. I went back with my partner and we spent roughly half an hour down there and then we were ready to head on. So we walked back up this crazy slippy trail. We got about three quarters of the way up and the whole time I was holding onto my partner's hand and guiding her so she didn't fall back and have an accident. I remember looking back at her to guide her up And I turned around and I looked up the bank and I saw something move. Now, I don't know what it was. It looked like a black liquid sphere. And this sphere was very dark in colour, almost like oil morphing in water. If you can picture it about the size of an apple, it shot across from one side of the game trail to the other. And it actually disturbed the ferns as it crossed. I rushed up to see where it was because I knew instinctively it was not an animal or a creature. I tried to look without forgetting about my partner being stuck holding onto the bank. So I dived back down to help her and I asked her, did you see that? And she said no. But she agreed that she'd heard the rustling through the sleeping vegetation. Now the strangest thing was, it seemed intelligent to me due to the fact that when I saw it gently leaving the fern, in a split second, it was like it realised that I'd seen it. It then sped up, almost like one of those hoverflies that look like wasps. I know for definite what I saw, and to this day, I'm still trying to figure out what it is, trying to get opinions, but really all I know was that it was a sphere of some kind. It really blew my mind. I mean, I wondered if it was energy of some kind, you know, with energy in its purest form. Um, We see white orbs. I've heard of um, the case in Cleeden where they saw um, a shape-shifting creature that looked at first like a humanoid but then shifted into the shape of... uh, It was three separate witnesses. So one said a black stallion. The other said it was kind of a cross between a black stallion and a horse. And the third one said it was almost minotaur-like in the way it looked. And as they were walking along, one of them saw a white sphere fall down in front of him. Um, possibly the same thing, I'm not sure. Another report, as we go now to kind of the the east, um, is an older one. It was from 1975. And it was a young couple called Barry and Elaine. And they saw three hairy things And they were returning from a Christmas party in the early morning. They got their two children asleep in the back seat and they're driving towards their home in Slitting Mill. Now the car stalled and Barry, then in his twenties, jumped out to check the engine. And while doing so, his wife saw something that the couple later described as trolls. Elaine let out a scream, terrified by the sight of a small figure that ran across the road in front of them at a high rate of speed and she explained, I just about saw it at the last second and then another one followed it and then a third. The best way I can describe them to you is like a hairy troll or something like that. Little thick, hairy bodied men that move really fast across the road. We had some moonlight so it was easy to see them and they were like little men but with hunchbacks and big, hooked noses and not a stitch of clothing on them. Nothing covering the body, just hair all over them. She said, I'd say they were about four feet tall and when the third one crossed the road, you could see them at the edge of the trees and they were wary. They didn't want to go into the woods. Everything at that point went hazy or dreamlike and the little men started to walk towards us almost in a stalking manner. It felt like we were being hunted that day. A number of years later, in 1998, also in Slitting Mill, a hairy creature was reported and it was by four friends who were out driving on the chase and they had an experience that really scared them. They said, we were all in the car driving home and we were just happily chatting and joking with each other. Well, suddenly... We all felt deadly serious. Without saying anything, the mood changed really quickly. There was a couple of people sitting in the back and they all sat forward and we all pointed to the same shape at the same time. It was a tall, man-like figure and he was sort of crouching forward in a strange position and as we passed him in the car, it, he, turned and looked straight at us. In my own words, he said, I would describe it as around six feet, eight inches tall with legs thicker than two of mine. It was very strong looking and it had a darkish blacky kind of brown coat. I just cannot explain it to you clearly at all. And I still get goosebumps thinking about it. Now, 10 years later in 20... Oh, sorry, 20 years later in 2018... We have a report of something in the trees in the slitty mill area again. This person said, I was walking on tarmac with grass on either side of me on a path that ran parallel to the forest. Whatever was in there walking, it was about 10 meters behind me, but I couldn't see it, nothing was showing. I could clearly hear the footsteps behind me and so could my dog. It persisted for several minutes and the footsteps were clear and loud. And when I stopped several times, it would walk another step or two. Then it would stop. I didn't have fear, just this really weird feeling. And it was only about 7.30pm. I mean, I know a chap a bit further south, still in Canuck, um, who had a very similar experience. It was in the wintertime and he went in. Because it had snowed and he was hoping to look for um, prints. And he had that typical being shadowed account that we hear really where you can hear it moving and it's keeping up with you quite easily. But you just cannot put your eyes on it. Now we're going to move a little bit. Um, and we're going to go to 2006 now. In a Freedom of Information Act request uh, by Neil Cote. Uh, we discovered that there'd been 12 werewolf reports reported to the police. Now, obviously, we don't know what those werewolf reports are, but this could be one of them because a local resident stated that they'd gone to the police after being chased by a terrifying beast when they were driving through Cannock Chase around 2am. He said this thing was the shape of a human, but it stood about seven to eight feet tall. As soon as it realised we'd seen it, It stood up straight and it ran towards us. This thing was definitely not human. It was huge. It wasn't just tall, it was broad and stocky too. I don't know whether it was flying or jumping or what. I would almost describe the way it moved as leaping. Now, a few miles directly north around the Blythe Field Reservoir area, there is also a report of a strange, dark-coloured, leaping creature. Um, And I'm wondering if they are similar. I've heard that um, description before, this leaping movement. There's one account not too far from me that happened in the 70s, um, and it was a honey-coloured thing again, so very similar to the report um, from February this year. And it was a young boy who was dip netting, and he said it, it bounded across the field like it was leaping, almost like a kangaroo, and it moved really fast. And he actually went after it, and he wasn't scared. He wanted to know what it was, and he just couldn't keep up with it. Um, in 2018, there's a report from a couple of guys who were also parked up at Canic. Now, lots of people do that. I mean, it's. It's a nature reserve, it's a beautiful area, it's absolutely huge, and there are so many different things at Canuck that lots of people will go up at night, they'll take a flask, they'll go sky watching, or you get um, there's a lot of poachers on there because there's a lot of deer on the chase, you get a lot of paranormal teams up there and all sorts. So it's just a popular place for people to be. Um, and this chap and his friend were parked up in the chase, and they were just wasting time. When they saw a dark silhouette that was moving towards them they described the shape of the silhouette as being around eight feet tall it had a conical body shape and it was large across the chest and much narrower down where the leg
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Both of the men were terrified, and the figure continued to come towards them in a fast paced motion. They described the usual way it walked and the way the arms swung as it moved along. Now they turned the car headlights on and the figure vanished and it was nowhere to be seen. They left the chase quickly and they didn't return to the spot for a very long time. Now we move to the area of the German cemetery Um, and it was only very recently that a team led by Pete and Nat Moore were down at the German cemetery and they were sat within the van getting ready for the investigation and to take an interview when the door of the van swung open now it was absolutely impossible that it could have been wind they all jumped out of the van there was absolutely nobody there but they were actually parked up at the German cemetery and that's an area where a number of years ago there was a report taken by Nick Duffer and it was mentioned in his book, and it was a postman who saw a dog-like creature. Um, Nick said, A postman got in touch and told me that he'd seen what he thought was a werewolf on the German War cemetery site. He said it was over there on, when he was on his motorbike, and he saw what he believed at first to be a large dog. When he got closer, the creature got up on its hind legs, and it ran off. Now, in t- April... On the 26th, to be precise, 2007, the local Staffordshire Post newspaper ran the following story. A rash of sightings or of a werewolf-type creature have happened. And the West Midlands Ghost Club, which is run by Nick Duffer, say that they've been contacted by a number of residents who saw what they claim to be a hairy wolf-type creature on its hind legs around the German War Cemetery. Now, several of the witnesses claim that the creature sprang up on its hind legs, and Mr Duffer, and they ran into the nearby bushes when it was spotted. There was a scout leader in 2007, um, in April again of that year, so once again spring. Now, the man said he saw what he initially believed was a large dog, and it was prowling by the bushes. It was only when he got into his car to drive away that he realised something strange about the animal. He said, at first, it just looked like a huge dog, but when I slammed the door of my car, it reared up on its back legs, and it ran into the trees like a human. It must have been about six to seven feet tall. I know it sounds absolutely mad, but I know what I saw. You'll hear that description over and over again with the Cannock Chase witnesses. And as I say, I think, I only have around 25 reports that have come in to me and there are a further 10, 15 that have gone out to other cryptozoologists and there will be many, many more that we don't know of uh, that haven't been shared with anyone. But as I say, within a 10-year period in Staffordshire, 12 werewolves were reported to the police, over 440 wolves, believe it or not, and around 15,000 large cats were also seen and reported on the chase. Now, that was just a 10-year period. So if we went back as far as we could in history, I'm sure there are thousands of strange reports. Uh, As you know, it's not just cryptic creatures you see down there, and we'll touch on that later on. Um, But in the summer, in the 1980s, um, I took this report. Hi, Deborah. I was over Canic Chase with a girlfriend about 25 years ago now. It was a summer's night, and we were both in the car, and she noticed something in the tree line watching us. And honestly, when I looked, it looked like a large man in a fur coat that was standing in the trees. When I turned on the car lights, it ran deeper into the trees. He, or it, was very big, and it did look as though he was slouched over, like leaning forward. The side of him, as I saw him through the trees, looked like a bodybuilder. I didn't hear anything that night, nothing strange, not even as he moved through the trees. I never knew there were strange things happening over the chase until one of my friends mentioned it about a year ago. This happened to me close to the German cemetery. Now, I don't find it a coincidence that there are many sightings around the cemetery. I've noticed a pattern over the years where canine, dog, wolf, whatever name you want to put on them, creatures are seen around old ancient burial sites and modern cemeteries, which the chase has a number of. Now they're also spotted around military installations and tunnel systems so it will come as no shock that around the World War II tower here at Pie Green um, and the MOD land close to the German cemetery there's reports of weird hybrid man-like creatures and not only wolves but pig-like hybrid creatures across between a man and a pig but for now Let's look at our latest report that came into BBR. We heard earlier about the honey-coloured wild man and all the other reports that took place Uh, from around about January to April, spring. um, And this happened on the 4th of February, 2021. I'm a lorry driver who uses the M6 route, but this night, Deb, due to a diversion, I had to leave the M6 and take the alternative route on the A34 going northbound. As I approached the roundabout, and just after Huntingdon, there's a sign for the Commonwealth War Cemetery. I saw something I cannot explain as I passed the woodland area there. It was late at night, it was about 1.15am. I was driving my cab and I startled to see four deer that were just standing stationary in the road. And that's really unusual behavior for deer. And there were other drivers on the road waiting to pass also. The deer were herded tightly together, just on the other side of the roundabout from me. They didn't move out of the way, even from the path of an arctic lorry. I had to negotiate around them. I was really confused about their behaviour, and that is really out of the ordinary for deer, he said. I wanted to know what had them so interested, so I slowed right down. And I started looking to where the stationary deer appeared to be staring. After a few seconds, I saw something between two trees that was growing approximately five to five feet apart. I looked at the two trees and between them, I saw two red lights. At least I think they were lights. They were the size of golf balls, around eight to 12 inches apart. I had a good eye level from where I was sitting in the lura. I think I was about 10 feet off the ground. And as I passed the day, they seemed to break their trance and scatter into the nearby woodland. All the hairs on my arms stood on end. I went back, looking for the red lights or reflectors the very next day. But I felt that feeling of complete dread. I just thought better of it. And it was a sickly feeling, as if I wasn't welcome there. As I drive for a living, I have a dash cam fitted to the cap. And I checked the dash cam, and it cut out just before the roundabout, and it didn't come back on until much later. It has never malfunctioned before. I went back on the 18th of Feb, and it felt different. I felt no bad feelings this time, just a calmness. There was still nothing visible in front of the tray. Where their eyes were below that was completely black. In daylight, I should have been able to see a tree trunk there or something in front of the trees but there wasn't anything to mistake for the red orbs. and whatever was standing there must have blocked out the trees now I asked um Glenn GP one of our members to visit the area and he did that just that and he discovered a quarry site that's just behind where whatever had the red eye shine was standing there was also a very fresh looking footprint that was filmed by a GP in the same spot this figure must have been standing in, watching the day. Now, did our driver disturb a hunt or something like that? You know, was he in the wrong place at the wrong time? Or was he meant to see it? Was that event meant to happen? I often ask myself that question because it seems time and time again, if these creatures just stayed hidden, stayed elusive, we wouldn't see them. Why didn't the red-eyed creature just hide behind the tree? Was the driver meant to see it? And in all of the other reports, were those events meant to happen with that particular person? Or could it have been anyone that was driving along that night? Our lorry driver, for instance, he wasn't the only cab that was there, but he was the one who experienced it. In 2015, I received an email and it said, I live near the Cannot Chase area and I had a real encounter with something strange. I saw it out the corner of my eye and it looked like a person in a Chewbacca costume. It was just really bulky and big. And wherever it was, it stood still like it had been frozen in time. So I shouted in a friendly voice, what are you doing out here in a costume? You're stupid. Here it was about 250, 300 feet away from me. And as I shouted, he turned around and let off this growl that was like a lion's roar, and I could feel it in my body. It was almost as if it had come from inside its body. I stood frozen, and it turned its leg and went to move. The back muscles expanded on this thing like a bodybuilder, and it began to run away. It wasn't coming at me, but running in the opposite direction. Whatever this thing was, it had patches of hair or fur missing on its back, and right leg. It was a dark color, and you could see the muscles expanding when it moved. The patches of hair looked like some hair that maybe had been pulled out on barbed wire, or he'd been attacked in some way. It also moved in a weird way. When it turned to look at me, it moved its head and its shoulder at the same time, like it couldn't turn its head without turning its body somehow. In 1998, a lady named Jackie Horton contacted a newspaper after having an almost colliding with what she described as a large shambling creature that stepped into the road at a distance of about 20 feet away from her. She said, Considering that I was travelling at high speed, it was a miracle that I didn't hit it. The encounter lasted barely a few seconds, but it had caught she had caught sight of the animal and said it was man-like and tall, very hairy, with two self-illuminating glowing red eyes. Whatever Jackie saw, it quickly vanished into the trees. Now, this is the same red-eyed creature that was seen by our lorry driver earlier this year? Or is it something else? Entirely different. One little song that the local children sing is When night falls on the chase, enter the woods at your peril For inside lurks something much worse than the devil Avoid at all cost, this gathering place Where at midnight, the pigman roams on kite chase Now the pigman is something that started in the 1940s And it's a very long-standing rumour That started during the Second World War And strange human hybrids started being seen around the Green Tower area. Now, there is two versions of this story. One version is that it was a young girl who'd run away and she got pregnant to some kind of monster and she gave the baby away and it, you know, stayed within the woods. Um, The second one fits in much better, I think, because it is a military um, defence installation, the tower. And allegedly... The government abducted a woman and then impregnated her with an artificial human pig DNA in an attempt to create a creature to perform the test upon. A kind of super soldier of sharks saw, saw the ideal test object. Now, it sounds very similar to some of the cases that we've heard about in Poland where a number of people were taken during the war and the early years before it. And they were... I'm not sure what the word is, but they were became hybrids. Um, there are some images of them with very canine-looking jaws and very extended arms and fingers and toes and feet, very strange-looking things. They're really hard to look at, to be honest. Now, they monitored this woman for 10 months and they determined that the test didn't work. But a year later, they were stunned to discover that her pregnancy was just delayed she was said to bore a human child who had the snout and face of a pig. Much later, this creature retreated into the woods of panic Chase. And for decades, people have seen, reported seeing a tall man with the head of a pig roaming about the landscape. Now, one witness named Claire got in touch with Lee Brickley. She had a terrifying experience with the creature. She said, kneeling down in the dirt was what looked like to be a man, and he was wearing trousers. He had a blazer on, but no shirt. His face was totally deformed. I can almost certainly say he had a snout. And two other people, named John and Anne, also got in touch with Lee um, because they came face to face with this human hybrid. Uh, John stated in October of 1993, we were walking around Castle Ring when we both heard some strange noises coming from the surrounding trees. Thinking it was likely a local couple enjoying an illicit liaison, they moved quickly away from the sound and headed back in the direction of the car. Upon reaching the steps down to the car park, John happened to turn and saw the strangest creature he'd ever seen. He said, This thing was seven feet tall. From the neck down, it looked like a man. It was even wearing clothes, but its head was far too big for a human and it had an elongated face with a snout-like nose. When I pointed it out to my wife, she became terrified. So we started walking more quickly towards our car and we got inside. And that's when we started to hear this really high-pitched squealing noise that sounded like a pig being killed. In 2004, there was another report. It said years ago, myself and my friends decided to camp at Canic Chase. It was an awful night and we'd woken up about 3am by a number of flashing lights that were above us and convinced these lights were a UFO of some kind. So I kept going back whenever I could on my own. Around two years later, I'd gone up to Canick again and camped there on Friday night, roughly around 2006. I was there about five hours on my own and I was bushed. I stopped uh, starting camp and I lit a fag. I listened to the silence and I heard movement. I slowly and quietly moved out of the bush and I looked around expecting to see a big day or the police. Instead, about 200 yards away from me down the hill, I saw a white figure on all fours. It looked like it was sniffing the ground. Like a dog would sniff on a lamppost or a bin. First, I thought it was just the warden. Or the warden's dog. You know, he's found the camping stuff and he's looking for me with his dog. But the sound it was making sounded more like a pig. So I thought, it must be a large male boar. It was the right colour to be a boar. And I watched it for about 30 seconds, trying to determine what it could be. And then it stopped dead, frozen. I didn't move, and it didn't move. I knew it, now knew that I was there. And then this thing stood up on its back legs. It was massive. I'm six foot three, so by comparison, this thing was at least seven feet tall. And it ran at me at speed, up the hill, like a person would run. I ran, I got back in my car, and I drove off without looking back. I have never been so scared in my life. I've been back since, but never on my own. Now, the gen who made this report mentioned on his earlier visit that he'd witnessed lights in the sky. And there are hundreds of reports of UFOs here on the Chase. And the Pygreen Tower and Castle Ring are just hot spots for these events. Um, I'll just give you an example red, green, and blue flashing lights were reported on the 10th of the 11th, 99. Another case reported that of a gigantic flying piece of street and it doesn't give any more of a description than that. And that was on uh, the 30th of August 2002. A bright white light was spotted blinking on and off every two to three seconds. It stayed on for two to four minutes and then it completely disappeared. And that was on the 4th of November 2009. Now the next couple of reports and the last reports are centred around Castle Ring itself. We heard earlier from a couple, John and Anne, who spotted a pig-like creature on the steps up to the ring. Here are some of those reports that happened where we will be sitting when we hold the meeting. A hair-covered man-like entity, and that happened on the 4th of May, um, 2004. A gentleman called Alec Williams was driving on Holly Hill Road, and he drove past the car park, when he witnessed a hair-covered, man-like entity lumber across the road in front of him, and then it proceeded into the nearby trees. Mr Williams stated that the sighting lasted barely a few seconds, but that he was able to make out its form. It was about seven feet tall. It was with short, shiny, dark hair. It had a large head. It had eyes that glowed bright red. And he stated that he did hear a strange hooing noise. And he noticed a strange flash of light. Now that reminds me about what we were talking about earlier. Um, there was lights before they saw the pig man. The chap that was uh, out there who saw the black almost energy that went across the path. I wonder if all these events are related. The red eyes again comes up. A little bit like our chap who was driving uh, when he saw the red reflectors or lights Um, another report came from Castle Ring in 2013 and it was a chap walking his Labrador around the Castle Ring he said one gentleman reported hearing the distinct sound of an abnormal and an unearthly howling coming from the woodland it was so loud that his dog immediately began to draw back and it was cowering in fear Mr Chapman recalled that upon glancing into the trees he saw two bright yellow eyes glaring menacingly back at him and that was enough to seriously spook him and in his own words, he promptly ran like the wind. Just to the south and across the fields is another report that I think we should include because it's just off the chase, but I think it's related. Um, We have a report of an upright human figure in 2013. Myself and two others were pulled and parked up in a little pulley. We were down a lane not too far from Canuck. We were parked in this pulling facing the road. And there were trees on either side of us. And there was a gated field behind us. It was about two o'clock in the morning. And we had the interior light on in the car. And my friend in the front passenger seat said. He'd see something moving outside on the right hand side of the car. We turned the light off to get a better look. And you could definitely see something moving in the trees in the distance. But it was really dark. Our first thoughts were a person or an animal and all we could see was something large moving around. I turned the car headlights and the hazard lights on to see if I could see anything more and this thing was the shape of a human but it stood about seven to eight feet tall. It was hard to tell with it being dark and such a distance away and it was crouching facing us. As soon as it realised we'd seen it, it stood straight up hesitated and ran towards us. We were completely shaken. As it came towards us, it was rustling big bushes and shaking big trees. And it was just like in a horror movie. I drove out of the pulling, I turned left down the lane and this thing was keeping up with the car. It wasn't out on the road. It was moving in the tree line. I was trying so hard not to look in my mirrors, but I could see it in the corner of my eyes. I don't know whether it was flying or jumping or what. I cannot describe that movement. Its strength and quickness was unbelievable. The fear was unreal. I've never been so scared. I didn't think I would ever experience anything like that that would scare me so much. I felt physically sick, cold and shaky. I just want to believe I just don't want to believe what I've seen, he says. None of us discussed it. I think we were all in denial. What haunts me now is, what would his face have looked like? Where is it? I mean, it must have been watching us. And what would it have done if we hadn't got away? Today, I've only bought you the reports of cryptid creatures on the chase. But there are hundreds of other reports still out there. There are accounts of black-eyed children, missing time events, paranormal and supernatural experiences. UFO lights and crafts are reported constantly above the chase. There have been mystery murders and all manner of strange disappearances that have taken place on the chase. Now there are other reports of strange creatures within a very short drive from the chase in all directions. And here are just some of them. A dull red object was seen on the 2nd of August, 2008. The Blythe Field Reservoir Leaping Creature, as I mentioned before, was 1996. Stow by Chartley, a huge chimp, upright chasing a stag, was seen in 1986. The Beast of Little Stone, that was described as being black, thickly muscled and walking on its back legs, And that happened twice in the 80s to the same chap. And then many years later, he went out with a girl who became his partner. And they had the conversation of, is anything weird ever? You know, that one. And she described him what she described as a black, almost minotaur-like being. It had almost a canine head, but it's nostrils. She said, were like that of a horse. Um, Then you've got Bigfoot at Staffordshire Services, 2017. A large, dark, hairy creature that ran out in front of the car. You've got the Woodsie Stat upright bear report from 1943. The Sh- Shropshire Canal manmonker that happened once in 1879 and again in 2002. And then you have the Penford creature road crossing that was in June of 2015. And a creature in Upper Pen and Lower Pen have been seen. A researcher went out to research those accounts and they were given another account from a couple in the cafe who said that they'd seen um, a large, hairy, seven foot tall creature cross the path behind them. When I came down to Cannock in, I think 2019, um, we stayed at a campground um, in, I think it, it was Wolver, it was at Castle Great campground anyway. And the chap there said that he'd seen um, a strange creature across his land about four years before, so about 2015. He described it as the size of a small pony, all black in colour, with a face like a greyhound. And tonight, I will leave you back with that. I will be travelling back on the motorway coming home. Um, so I will see you all next week. I hope you enjoyed yourselves, and I'll give you an update about coming when I get home. Good night, everyone.